If it was not for Gurudev's commentary, we would not understand something which happens to us moment to moment. We have these four personalities. Our spiritual personality, our intellectual personality, our emotional personality, the mind, and the physical or sensual, when I say sensual, I am not talking in the negative term, means related to the senses, our sensual personality. Now the needs and desires of each one of them. When I created the course for students, corporates, etc., where they will work on on the principles of the Bhagavad Gita. Important thing for any leader is decision making. Vision and decision making. It's so important to understand that how we cannot make decisions, how we get confused. Even why do we get confused? Because of these four personalities, the physical, the mental, emotional, the idealistic, the intellect and the spiritual, let us say, where our higher values higher universal values reside. Even though these higher values reside in the intellect only, but let us say our pure intellect with knowledge and vision of the spiritual oneness is what is called as our spiritual personality. Now, those who have done the Make It Happen course know from where it is coming. From what depth it is coming. Now, given a situation, you know that what we see from the physical level, the same object from the emotional level appears totally different to us. It's very interesting. When we were in school and college, some of our friends were older than us. So one of our friends was ready for marriage and therefore he was engaged. But he was going out with this girlfriend of his. I know how it is. When we were teenagers, you always were, who's your girlfriend? Who's your girlfriend? In India, they've already she becomes Bobby. And that's the time you can tease them and all that. So you know, Bobby dikha, Bobby dikha, Bobby dikha. So he was not showing his girlfriend at all. Not to anybody. He was not showing the girlfriend. But once we pestered him, pestered him, and he said that we will treat you to a restaurant, you bring her there. He said, No, only few of you. I was one of the chosen one <laughs> who had the first sight of his girlfriend. It was not like kulam kula pyar. No, it was not like that those days. People did fall in love, but it was not this you know, so-called exhibition. So, very reluctantly he brought and he 
told her I'm bringing. Okay, you'll already be in the restaurant. And okay, see, it's a good restaurant because you will have air-conditioned restaurant, non-air-conditioned restaurant, and you know we should air-conditioned restaurant. So much demands to see the face of the babi. Okay, so <laughs> we said okay, fine, and we are quite looking forward. And he was quite handsome. So we are quite looking forward to see this. Everybody dreams that even I have a girlfriend like that. Too. So we are thinking that he's got a girlfriend. Let us meet his girlfriend. And when he walked in, all our jaws dropped. Wonder. Wonder. And that is a time when friends just don't know how to behave. They just kept looking at her. Constantly they kept looking at her. Even while the food was ordered, they were just looking at her. And he went, left her, and he came back. We were still in the restaurant. And he said, how was she? And we were friends. All of us was in sheer wonder. We could not get her eyes of her and especially her eyes not because they were blue or green she was cockeyed <laughs> and when somebody is cockeyed rather than having you 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 can't but just keep on looking at them because you don't know where they are looking <laughs> Of course, I didn't say something. Uh, that time I had the sense of cockeyed, she's cockeyed. No, but you don't even say that. But the other friend said, Are you doing He said, Why? Was she not pretty? Yeah, she was pretty, but did you see her eyes? Where she looks, you don't know. One eye, uh, you know, uh, one pupil is high, one pupil is low. He says, that's why I'm marrying her. Because her one eye is up in the heavens and one on ground. <laughs> see, what you physically see as an awkwardness, emotionally, what do you see as? See, there was this another woman. And she's quite a pretty woman, actually. And uh, she does have one of those hawk nose. And I know her very closely. I stay in their house. And this husband and wife, they have a very peculiar relationship. They love each other, but they fight every day. Every day they fight. And uh, I think she still misses my moments, you know, uh, on the breakfast table. Where she would sit and ask all questions, all questions, and then pour out everything that she wanted to pour out and uh, one day she tells me I know Swamiji you've told us I'm not the body and we should not be vain about the body I said I said you're not the body doesn't mean that you don't dress up properly and all that and I don't mean that but she said no but Swamiji I don't laugh okay but I really want to go for a nose job this nose of mine has always given me a complex and she's got a long 
end of a hockey nose. Immediately I burst out and said, Arey, what makes you think that that nose looks, I mean, it, it's not a nose of a, a shape, but that gives you your uniqueness and you're very beautiful. She said, I wish all husbands were like that. <laughs> you're too kind. You're always saying nice things about us. I said, really, it makes you look beautiful. It's, you're unique. Why do you want to give up this God-given nose and go and make one of those copy noses of some other film actresses? Which is also a nose job done. No? Why would you want to do it? And with your face, a long nose does look good. No, I was praising her. But she said, no, you're just being very nice. Don't kid me. That time her husband came from there. So I told her husband, she's got a, I thought maybe, you know, he must be giving her some complex. Husbands are like that maybe. So I just told her, I said, she says she wants to do a nose job. He said, I will divorce her immediately. That's the way they used to talk. I divorced her. I married her because of her nose. <laughs> I married her because of her nose itself. Because it's so unique. It strikes you when you see her. Now can you imagine? With a sympathetic eye also, you can see something different in awkwardness. And with a loving eye also, you can see that. So what I'm trying to say is that your physical experience of the world, your emotional experience of the world, your intellectual experience of the world and your spiritual experience of the world, the world remaining the same can be different. Your view of it will be different. See? Now where did Arjuna, when he saw the battlefield, what was the predominant view of Arjuna of the battlefield. You are seeing it mainly from his physical standpoint that I will die and my, all my is with the physical body only, that my relatives, again physical body will die. And that became an big issue. At the same time, that how will I live without these dear and near ones? So can you see that he saw the war only from his physical and emotional standpoint. That's why he keeps on repeating. What is my gain? I do not desire anything. Neither kingship nor comforts. And these my people will die. How will I be able to bear the loss of their affection and their love? See, from which viewpoint did he see it? From the physical and the emotional. Yet, his own intellect from the other side might be telling him, that hmm, this is your duty. 
So he tries to now cover his intellect with that. That is this my duty? And if it's my duty, then I don't like this duty. I'd rather take up a duty of another. I go and take a duty of a sadhu. Really speaking, nothing to do. Little does he know <laughs> how many battles you have to fight. I have not fight how many battles you have to solve. You are not spared. But to solve battles, you have to not be in the battle. Arjuna would get into the battle there. Because your nature will express. Your swadharma will express. And if that swadharma, whether it is a water full of mud, it does not have brilliance in it, but it can be used to plaster a wall. A water full of turmeric has its own antiseptic purpose. You just keep a bowl of turmeric water in your room. Now I'm not talking about taking it out. You keep it in your room. It's kind of an antibacterial, antiseptic. It is. So it, everything has got its own use. Don't make main thing Bhagwan is saying is. Whatever may be your swadharma, if you use it for something good, then every person, every pool of water is useful. Got it? And you put it to good use, you will not waste that water. This is what is called as your Swadharma. Now first Sri Krishna spoke from the spiritual standpoint and the high spiritual standpoint where there is no death, nor birth, nor doership and therefore not even sin. Now from that standpoint he has spoken. Of course, it's a very high standpoint for Arjuna to fully digest it. But can you imagine? He was now shocked into wonder. You are thinking that people are dying. Krishna says nobody dies. I think it's a big sin, but there is no sin for the Atma. Naturally, Arjuna is stunned and therefore no longer he is giving those arguments. Because at the moment he is giving argument. Is this my duty? Is it not my duty? From that level he is asking. Because the confusion is between his emotions and his duties. Higher spiritual values only is just unnecessarily just saying ahimsa. Ahimsa was not his forte as you can say. He is a warrior. So he's just talking about, but he was not at a spiritual level to talk about Ahimsa. But yes, he's a duty-bound person. He's proud of his duty. And therefore the conflict is between his. And as a warrior, you can't say that he's so afraid of his death or the death of the other. They come on the war field, 
you can expect that it's mainly the loss of loved and dear ones and the thought of him being stained with the blood of that and therefore it's all these emotions and therefore between his mind and intellect there is a conflict and there is a divorce why because of his suppressed and repressed desires vasanas which have created the gap between his mind and intellect and therefore he wants to now deny his swadharma now can you imagine with a turmeric water you try to patch the wall <laughs> what will happen a muddy water you use for cooking what will happen now you understand what is the caste system certain waters can be used for certain productive things getting the point now very clearly with this example now krishna has spoken from a spiritual standpoint now he comes to arjuna's texture of his intellect therefore his swadharma now krishna is coming down from the heights to all the levels of his personalities to remove the conflict this also teaches us to view situations from all the four standpoints so that we can resolve our conflicts not only from the physical standpoint not only from the emotional standpoint not only from the intellectual standpoint but also from the spiritual standpoint that we have been introduced to now now see how krishna is now coming down to the grosser equipments he didn't start from the bottom because from bottom if you start the mind remains in the bottom only he starts from the top thank you for tuning in to this episode by the chinmaya mission if you like what you hear please consider subscribing If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today or understanding your mind or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy to understand English the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be all links are in the description